Welcome to Conversations with Ask Ash. Conversations with Ask Ash focuses on people, processes, and outcomes. Ashley dives into everyday conversations around work efficiency, team productivity, and project execution. Let's get into the show. And now, your host, Ashley Schuler. Ashley Schuler. What's going on, everyone? This is Ashley Schuler, your business system strategist. We're back in the mix, in the building, and we have another episode, guys. So we have some things to get into. We're going to be talking about the need for project management in your business. So this is the first topic that we're going to be talking about today. And it's really surrounding this subject of the work that we do in our businesses. So 90% of what we do are projects. And I want to give you the Project Management Institute definition. If you have been on my Instagram live, you know I like say it like 80 times. But I love to break this down because we often think that projects are sometimes that they're like not in our reach, you know. So let's get into it. Defining a project. It's a temporary endeavor undertaken to create a unique product, service, or result. All right, I'm going to need you guys to raise your hand, even though I don't see it. But how many of you all have created something that produced a unique product, service, or result? All right, think about it in your head, because I I believe everyone has, and that they're already doing it. And this is what I love about it. We're already producing projects on an, on a daily basis. So let's do a little exercise, shall we? Because I can't see you, just just roll with me just a minute. I want you guys to listen to the following items that I'm going to list out. And whichever one resonates with you, write it down. Because these are the conversations I'm having with all sorts of people, all different walks of life, et cetera, et cetera. Here are some examples of projects. A coaching program, designing a website or logo, Launching a product or service, hosting or producing a virtual event like a webinar, a summit, a conference, creating a Shopify store, launching a YouTube channel, producing a 7, 14 or 30 day challenge, creating a mobile app, designing and creating a new process. Which one of those resonated with you and what you are currently doing in your business? All right. I love it. I know you guys are writing this stuff down. I can feel it. I can feel it. So now I want you guys to to walk with me just a little bit because we've now defined a project. We're all on the same page in terms of what we're producing in our business. And so now I want to talk about one of the core areas of business that everyone should have a handle on. And that is project management. Yes, yes. See, you have a project and now it needs to be managed. Of course, y'all know that. Y'all know that. So project management, what I'm talking about is it's the application of knowledge, skills, tools, and techniques to project activities to meet project requirements. You're saying, Ashley, okay, now you're doing too much technical gymnastics, okay? What 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 are you talking about? All right, let's get busy with this one. What we're talking about here is that you have a project, you have a goal. You need to meet that particular goal so that it can produce a unique product, service, or result. So what's the best effective way to do that? Applying project management. Yes, apply these knowledge, skills, tools, and techniques so that you can produce these activities to meet the goals that you need for this project. Yes, 
And many people have said to me, Ashley, I'm just trying to get the work done. We really don't have time to be going around talking about project management this, project management that. We don't even know what you're saying, how you're saying it, why you're saying it. You know, you know, I, I, I get it. I get it. But here's the thing. In the world of execution, in the world of doing the work, there is something to be said for having a defined process for how you do your work. So when we talk about growing in our business, when we talk about hiring, when we talk about all of these things, one of the core business components in your business should be learning how to manage a project. And it's such a great skill set, I'm telling you, to be able to actually sit down, plan, strategize, and then execute and get to the finish line. So what happens is, is that once you actually have a process in place, you can actually use that as a repeatable process to increase your productivity, to make sure you and your team can function and work and grow and communicate effectively. This actually helps reduce mistakes and it also improves your client experience. Let me tell you something, because client experience is not just about having Dipsado or HoneyBook. It's not about just sending a client gift, which is really nice. And you should have Dipsado or HoneyBook. Let's make that clear. But a key part of your client experience is how you're delivering your work. Having a documented and proven process, something that you and your team can be able to execute so that you're delivering the same quality and standard experience. I'm telling you, It's something that is a game changer. And I I am going to get into the traditional components of project management. And then I'll talk a little bit about agile too, but we'll probably get into agile in just another season down the line. But traditionally speaking, there are a couple of different types of project management methodologies. There is agile, there is a predictive and waterfall method. So For the purposes of this conversation, we're going to be talking about the waterfall method. And so there's five phases to project management. The first is initiation. The second is planning. The third is execution. The fourth is monitoring and controlling. And the fifth is closing. So within this particular framework, really, I love to I love to really talk about the the five phases because it's like a staircase and it's like climbing the stairs. And then you kind of get to the top and you're like, yay, I climbed the stairs. And I guess this would be an example if you were like running. What is that one that Rocky Balboa did when he was running up the steps in Philly? I forget what, what, what that one is called. Anywho, getting back to my example, all these five phases are literally just building on top of each other. And so the first thing you want to do when considering embarking upon a new project that could be a course, it could be a coaching program, you are designing a logo, whatever it is, what you'll want to do is this. You'll want to tap into the initiation phase. You don't even have to call it initiation. You can even call it, this is where I start. Maybe it's like the starter phase. And what you can do is really just look at the feasibility of this project. Look at budget, look at resources, look at what is risky, meaning what could actually derail this particular project from fulfilling its goals and objectives. You can look at the schedule and the timing of it, who's involved, 
and, you know, look to really see if you want to do this thing, right? So that's what the initiation phase of project management is. You're really looking at its feasibility. You're looking at the scope, which I love, scope and requirements. It's like one of my favorite terms to talk about. You can think of scope like the, what is it called? It's the Vitamix. I think it's the Vitamix where you have to fill your smoothie up till a certain point, stick with me, folks, because I got a point. Scope is essentially making sure that you can fit like all of your timeline, your people, your cost, what's required to carry out the project into like a tight little boundary. So it's sort of like the Vitamix. That's what's not the Vitamix. Nutribullet. Stay with me, folks. It's like the Nutribullet. You, you know, you guys have a certain line with the Nutribullet. And that's what the scope is. You want to make sure that you have all of these components in there, your timeline, your risk, your stakeholders, what you're doing, why you're doing it, who's involved, all in this particular tight boundary. That's what you should think about when you think of scope. So that's what we're talking about with the initiation, right? We're really just laying down the groundwork. And the next phase is planning. Let me tell you something. Planning is strategic. And really, you hear it all the time. If you don't plan well, you fail. That's pretty much what it is. Planning is really where the strategy takes place. Planning is when you can really actually pick apart the project before it even starts and really start uncovering what it is that you actually need to do to execute. So planning is really making sure that everything is tight. You got all your tasks in place. You're using a project management tool. We have, we'll have dedicated episodes on that. Don't you worry but you are figuring out your schedule when things are due. You are making sure that you got your resources locked down, whether you're doing and you're getting contractors, whether you are going to get a loan or whatever it is that you're going to do, taking money out the bank, going and purchasing equipment, whatever it is that you need to do, you are doing your planning. Now, sometimes folks are like, oh, Ashley, you know, do I have to do one step at a time? Sometimes it's you, sometimes you're planning and you're working, and you're, you're actually strategizing because you know you want to already do the project. So I'm just kind of going in a sequential order so that you guys can really understand exactly what I'm talking about, this aspect of building upon one another. All right, we're getting to everyone's favorite phase, which is the third phase, because we did the first two. Initiation. We're looking at the feasibility of the project. We're seeing, all right, do I really want to do this? What's the cost? You know, what's the risk of doing this? Who's involved? Do I have all of my scope and requirements in order? Then you got the planning piece of it, right? This is where you're coming up with your strategy. You have your deadlines. You have all of your tasks will be in a project management tool. And now comes the execution. Now you are doing the work. It's all about doing the work, right? You're executing. So this is making sure that nothing is going off the rails. You're having team meetings. You're meeting pretty regularly to make sure that no one is lost in the sauce and that you haven't left anyone behind. Next after that, which is the fourth phase, which is called monitoring and controlling. So this is where you're really looking at the quality of your work, what's being produced, and actually looking at it from a different lens and making sure, all right, do we need to make changes? If so, what types of changes do we need to make? 
So you, the executing phase and monitoring controlling really work hand in hand. So you're executing and then you're also adjusting also at the same time. And you're making sure that you are meeting the quality and the standards and the requirements for your project. And last but not least, last but not least, it's the closing. It's when you are finished. It's when we made it, we won, um, all that other good stuff. It's the phone call. We did it, Joe. No, just kidding. Um, that is everything. It's the closing. So what happens when you have the closing? And I really suggest this to teams, but also to solopreneurs as well. When you're closing out a project, make sure you have a checklist. Make sure you have a checklist. Make sure you have a checklist of what, Ashley? I'm about to tell you. You're going to want to have a checklist to make sure, number one, all payments have been finalized and that they're closed. Number two, you're going to want to break down the project. What do you mean by that, Ashley? Well, here's what I mean by it. We always should be evaluating the work, how our approaches, our strategy, how our clients viewed, how the work has been done, what could have gone well, what didn't go well, and we need to be documenting the process. That's what I mean. So lessons learned is vital to your project, but also to your business and how you approach the work. So don't forget that. We'll get into some of those elements probably in another episode, but really, you really need to have a lessons learned component to the work that you do. You have to evaluate, you have to adjust, you have to document, you have to produce. That's the way it is. You're also gonna wanna have a repository for all of your projects so that you can begin to look back at what you've done. And of course, make adjustments along the way as you embark upon other projects in your business. Now, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about strategy in terms of project management. A couple of things, project management is also for internal projects and external projects. So what does that exactly mean? We're talking about internal projects inside of your business. What are the things inside of your business that need to be worked on, what needs to be executed? These could be internal processes. Um, This could be something that you are producing for your team members and for the company. So start thinking about these things in your business that you need to build. This could be an SOP library, AKA business recipes. These could be some sort of training modules that you're going to be producing for your team members, a whole bunch of stuff um, that could be relevant to the internal projects that you have going on. External projects, I'm talking about externally facing projects that are going to produce something for your client or for the masses, okay? So what you'll wanna do is you'll want to create a process that's going to be able to support both. You may also have maybe like two separate project management processes. It all really depends. But the point is, is that when you are creating the process with your team, you want to make sure that you have team buy-in. You want to make sure that everyone is on the same page when it comes to the production of your work and producing and executing. So that means a couple things as well. It means that we are looking at strategy with our project management. How does it fit within the company? So let's be thinking about that. So we're talking about our approach. We're talking about designing a process that not only works for the team, but will also produce results that your clients need. And then it's also the tool, selecting the right tool 
for your team. It's going to have them perform at the level that they need to perform. So this is your ClickUp. This is your Asana. This may be Team Gantt. This may be Reich. But for the purposes of this particular podcast, because I can speak to those better, we'll talk about ClickUp and Asana a lot throughout this season. So even with a tool, you must have a process to apply to the tool. Just jumping into these particular project management tools like Asana or ClickUp, it's going to leave you confused and frustrated. And you're most likely not optimizing the tool because you don't have a process. So we need to be very careful when we're jumping in and we're signing up for tools and we're paying for things and we don't know why things aren't working. We're not working because we haven't designed a process. We don't have workflows. We don't have an understanding of what does work management mean because there is a strategy and there's a process to actually managing the day-to-day work. So we need to be mindful of that. So there's training that comes with these particular project management tools. Reach out to a consultant, a strategist, someone who has knowledge and background for how to do process creation and that they know how to actually train a team and train individuals on how to use these tools like myself and like others. So that's going to be super, super important moving forward as you start putting together your project management process. All right. Lastly, before we get into the recap, let's look at a couple of things. Five reasons that project management is relevant in your business. It ensures that your work gets completed on time. Nobody likes when your work is late, especially your clients. And you, as a CEO, I know you don't like late work because it just doesn't work. It prevents chaos. There's nothing worse than not knowing what to do next. As one of my coaches says, We don't have time for decision fatigue, right? Putting a process in place eliminates decision fatigue, improves the quality of your work. Let me tell you something about this thing called quality of work. We have to have a standard for our work, for what we produce. There has to be standards. What are your company standards when you produce your work? Having project management in your business, it's relevant because it makes your clients happy. Having it documented, having a proven process of how you get your work done, how you're managing it, how you're executing it. It also brings about strategic alignment. Yes, strategic alignment. So let's dive into that just for a good 30 seconds. Something that has been really life-changing and transformative is studying objective and key results. Everyone write down this book. It's called Measure What Matters. If you heard this on my live, or if you attend my online learning community, the Systems Lab, I have talked about this book a lot and I'm actually still reading it because I like to take the information, apply it, go back, take notes, and then read some more. But Measure What Matters by John Doerr, it's this goal-setting system called Objective and Key Results, and it was developed by Andy Grove. And so the book talks all about how these companies, Google, IBM, Dell, MyFitnessPal, all these different companies adopting this system. Simply put, OKRs, objective, what it is that you want to do, what do you want to accomplish, Key results, these are the metrics. We're gonna stop right there because we can go down a major rabbit hole because I need to bring it right back to strategic alignment. You have objective and key results, okay? But then you also need projects. You need projects to actually manage 
how you're going to get to these goals. That's right. So that's what I'm talking about, strategic alignment. So having project management in your business will help with the strategic alignment of the goals in your business. I hope that you caught that. That's why you need it in your business. All right, so let's wrap up. Let's wrap up. So a couple of things I want you all to consider is as you are embarking upon these new projects, I need you all to start to write down and document what this process looks like for you to execute your work. What does having a project management process mean for carrying out and managing the work that you're doing? Now, it doesn't have to be a five-step process. Like I, I went through like five, a five-phase process. It does not have to be five. It could be three. It could be four. You know, it all depends on your industry and the complexity of your work. Remember, remember that we are actively managing projects almost every single day. That could be a new service. That could be creating a Shopify store, launching a YouTube or podcast, launching a mobile app, designing a new program. All sorts of things are projects. All right, keep in mind the five reasons why project management is relevant in your business. Number one, It ensures your work gets completed on time. Number two, it prevents chaos. Number three, it improves the quality of your work. Number four, it makes your clients happy. Number four, it brings about strategic alignment. I'm at number five. All right, you all, that's all that we have today for Conversations with Ask Ash. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please leave a review. Tell me what you've learned about it. Or better yet, send me a direct message at Ashley Schuler underscore. Now, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you're curious about how project management can actually be adopted in your business, I have a VIP day. I for sure want you all to be a part of it. It's a project management featuring ClickUp VIP day. It's awesome. We go through designing your process. We break stuff apart. We put it back together again. We also make sure that you and your team understand what you're doing and how to manage your work. You'll be trained in ClickUp. We'll also set some of your projects up as well. We'll have a great time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I'm going to catch you at the next episode. We'll talk to you soon. Tired of losing time, money, and feeling ineffective with your work? Click the link in the show notes to apply for the ClickUp VIP Day. And also be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and follow Ashley on social media at Ashley Schuler underscore. That's A-S-H-L-E-Y-S-H-U-L-E-R underscore.